0: Hey, welcome back, guys. We've been gone because your boy had some COVID. We got Tony in the building. We've got G I in the did building, not have COVID. or Sam Rills.
1: There's only one person Ed, had COVID Ed. in this room. Ed's in the
0: building. Tom's, well, I had COVID a while ago. But. Uh, Tom's not with us today, but uh, we're here. Hey now!
1: Oh, we got sound effects now. It's over. Yes. It's over. It's over.
2: We made it to the big time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. All right, the
1: horns are flashing. Should it be a little louder? What What an exciting couple of weeks in NFL yeah, we so far. We haven't
0: been on since like the first... I mean, there's been two weeks of fantasy that have gone by, two weeks of NFL gone by. I was quarantined for like 10 days.
1: We We watched Red Zone two days, seven hours each. Seven hours! Fourteen hours of fantasy football. It's been a whirlwind so far, and I'm just happy that the NFL is back.
0: Um, me too, man. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been quite thrilling.
1: So you had COVID, so you had to watch it by yourself in your room. Yes. Just quarantined out from the whole yeah. family.
0: <laughs> and it was like, it was like bittersweet. Cause it's like, yes, I've got something to watch, you know? And yeah. like specifically like Sundays where, you know, you you could start as early as at least eleven, you know, watching like the fantasy stuff and then it goes into like you could also flip the channel, and watch like, you know, all the pre-game stuff. So like you have things to watch. And then, you know, the one o'clock games, once the one o'clock games start, you've got football all the way until, you know, yep. eleven o'clock at night. Well, on the East Coast.
1: Now, I remember when we watched the games together, you never checked your phone during the games. Like you kind of just wanted to watch and Tony does the same thing. And I'm the opposite where I've got my phone. I'm, like, updating every, like, 10 minutes. Like, all right, like, what's going on? You and, and stuff like uh, that. Ozzy. Yeah. You both Ozzy were, so like, like, checking
0: your phones, like, every two seconds. Yeah, like, Dude. yeah, because
1: I want to see, like, what's going on. And plus, I'm in, like, three leagues. So, I'm just, you know, kind of going back and Red forth. Red Zone at my house. Right. Which
0: Red Zone always keeps you up to date on everything that's happening. Anytime anyone scores, even if the kicker farts, yeah. they show it on Red Zone. Especially, you're not, yeah. You're not going to miss anything. So, like, on your phone... You're gonna you're gonna see everything. You yeah. don't need to check your phone. And, and even when you think there's nothing that's
1: about to happen, and 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 Hans is, Hanson brings us to a game, and it's like, <laughs> why are we here? Why are we here? There must be some sort of pick six or like an
0: 80-yard Henry touchdown that's about to happen. And they just happens to be insane as soon as he gets to the game. I like the like they've been showing a game for a little bit and then they're like, we've got a red alert. And then they like fly by like 50 million things that happened within the last like minute. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah. So, no, it's great. Uh, Red zone is definitely awesome.
1: Yeah, I don't know how I used to watch football without it. Honestly, you
0: guys question: (laughs) Do you guys prefer like red zone or the NFL ticket?
1: Well, I mean, I I used the NFL ticket when I was younger, and we I would just I guess just switch back, you know, back and forth from the games that I wanted to watch. But this is just so much better because he does it for me, and I don't have to search the games of like what's going on. Like he'll tell me. As soon as it happens, so it's great. Or I'll just look at my phone because I'm addicted. So you
0: prefer Red Zone over NFL Ticket? Oh, 100%. 100%. What about you, Tony?
2: So when I lived in Birmingham since uh, the Bucks games were no longer local, I had Sunday Ticket. Mm -hmm. Um, Even their version of Red Zone is completely different than what we experience because I don't know if you guys are aware that there are multiple red zones. No, like DirecTV had, I, I don't know if it's still the case, but they definitely had their own version of it with their own host. Um, it's one of the guys on the NFL network, he has the big ears that really stick out. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who he's talking about. So, so, he, so they have their own own version red of zone. it, yeah. Oh, and it's okay.
2: definitely not as entertaining no. as Chris, like Chris, uh, Chris Hansen's the GOAT, yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh so I've had both. I mean, with Gianni comes over to the house, if the Bucks are playing, they're on the main screen. Yeah. Um, especially later in the season, we bust out like a forty inch smaller television next to the main screen and mm-hmm. we'll just have red zone playing the whole day while the Bucks game is on the main screen. But if the Bucks aren't on, it's red zone all the way. I'm not watching like a particular game.
0: Yeah, that was a, the best part about uh, the first week where the Bucks had the Thursday night game because I was like, yo, Bucks got Thursday night game. I could just watch Bucks. It gives me something to watch in the, in the middle of the week, and it's my, my Tampa Bay Bucks. And then that means Sunday I could just watch Red Zone all day. You know? Know? It was such
1: a great game, too. I mean, what a way to kick off the NFL oh, yeah. season than a Bucks cowboys just nonstop offense. Nobody wanted to defend anything. It was, it was well, fantastic. Well, you loved it because you had Amari Cooper.
2: Yeah, I had Amari Cooper. <laughs> and you loved I it because you were facing me and I had Mike Evans.
1: Yeah, it was the weirdest thing because everybody was eating. It was a buffet, but Mike Evans was starving. <laughs> he <laughs> was he was there with his little kerchief in his in his shirt with so his fork there, and knife and he's yeah, ready to go. That's the problem. It was
2: very descriptive. So was there anything more predictable than Mike Evans coming back in week two and you know, having a phenomenal great like yeah. on the very first series? He gets targeted twice by Brady. Like the very first play was designed. It was like a twenty-yard dig route, and that was a dart. Yeah, uh, yeah. But like, it, there was you just knew. You just knew. More predictable than Mike Evans going off this. And past the
1: Falcons week. matchup. It's like, oh my exactly. god. Exactly. It's yeah. like it's you, all the stars are aligning. It's going to be an explosion from Mike. This, but like that. That's the thing with the Bucks offense is every week somebody's going to have to sacrifice. Except Gronk. Gronk <clears throat> is just. Getting a a touchdowns, monster. Yeah, he's just he looks br- better this year too. <laughs> br- yeah, he, he looks, looks way yeah.
0: better, and he looks skinnier.
1: He looks like he took a year off from football, came back last year, and just kind of you know went through the motions and performed okay. And now he's just back, rejuvenated, refreshed, and playing with Tom Brady again. It's almost like
2: he never left. Well, it sounds like he's having fun again. Yeah, but yeah. the vultures definitely circled after Week One on Mike Evans. They thought I would want to like sell low. So I think that's like an interesting topic to kind of discuss is we're through two weeks of the season. You know, who are your biggest... Oops, sorry, I got a little low. (laughs) (laughs) Who are your biggest fantasy disappointments so far this year? And are you ready to sell low on them if you own them or are you targeting them if you don't? See, um, here's
0: the thing is that we've only gone through two weeks, right? Right. And you can't really uh, like say what what's really going to happen i mean i know but it's our job like to you spent right, you spent you spent a ton of money on like let's use Derrick henry for example and he like kind of gooses on the first game but then week 2 he's like bam you know
1: over 40 fantasy points and, and then points. you're like
0: all right yeah he's he's back he's amazing the number one you know running back but It's only been two games. But that's he's like, how do we know if he's going to continue this or is he going to have like a a poor game, you know, and then a good game, then a poor game, then a good game? You don't know. know But the decisions made right now as
2: a fantasy owner have could have long lasting impacts. Like, if you find that one owner in the league whose player has struggled the first couple weeks and you really believe in that player and you're able to swing a deal for that guy, that could be
0: something that propels you to. A championship here here's let me rephrase a question to you uh, I know you just asked that question but let me ask this one instead when is it too late to trade a player or too early because like we've only been week two and let's say you want to you want to shake it up you're saying you and two right now right we've had two weeks you're o and two and then you have some players that you want to believe in, but do you wait another third week? What if they Lay a goose egg. Now you have no ammunition to, to trade. That's what I was going to bring up. because you know so, It's
1: always better, I think, to be a week early than a week too late. Right. So, for example, Clyde Edwards Hilaire has busted two weeks in a row. Hasn't performed. And right now, he still has some value because he's a starting running back and he plays on the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. So you could sell him and get not what he's was worth on draft day, of course, but yeah. you could still get something feasible back. If you wait till the end of week three and he puts up another goose egg, you're getting nothing.
0: Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, so for are example, you getting
2: nothing though? You're getting pennies nothing. on the dollar. You're, nothing. You're already
1: getting pennies on the dollar right now. I, I don't think you're getting pennies. I think people will still buy into. Like, you could still get a serviceable receiver.
2: So who is, who are you trading or who are you offering? for Clyde edwards Lair with the expectation that this is a fair deal.
0: If he lays hmm. if if he lays another goose egg in week 3? Or are you talking about right, no, now, right now before
2: week 3? You're targeting say you
0: wanted to target You could get CEH.
1: Okay, you could get a you could get a Hollywood it would be a Brown com, right now? A combination now? of like a Chris
0: Carson and a Robert Woods for a, a CEH right now. One, one no no he means
1: one of like one. either either Robert Woods or either Chris Carson for for CEH. I, I think
2: both of those pieces are way better than CEH right
0: now. No I, I don't but I don't know. You're, you're with the hopes of like he's still a top tier running back. You haven't played week three yet. We don't know what's going to happen. I see, there's, who, there's some people in our league that are still holding on to players, and they're like, "No, I believe in this guy. I believe in this guy." But then, like, come week four. You're still at a dud. Now you're like scrambling. Like, well, now I'm gonna have to make some moves. But who the fuck are you gonna make moves with? Because I'm not touching your player. If that's he's been. That's four why weeks weeks you gotta be. Egg. I don't care if you you drafted him. It, 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 like, let's for example say Kamara. If Kamara continues on this in this path, yeah, you drafted him high, but I'm not fucking touching him now.
2: Well, you would for an appropriate value. No, deal. not even because he's not gonna
0: bring me back. Any what, what am I gonna? We're every every up. player
1: has its price, though. You know what I mean. Like, like
0: so if Kamara goes with another, like you know, average or, or or below average, let's say a nine point game, week three, week four is another nine point game, or you know, like a nine point fantasy game. What are you gonna do now? Like, okay, for so, like it, I'll, I'll give you an example. What, where's his trade value at now? Cause yeah, right. You're you you know, some people are still like, Well, no, I, I drafted him this high. Yeah. I spent fifty dollars, sixty dollars on him. I can't trade him for a Jacoby Myers. No, although Jacoby Myers, never... let's say, for example, hypothetically speaking, Jacoby Myers has been out gaining him in points. You're like, the person's like, No, you gotta give me more than Jacoby Myers. How am I gonna give you more than Jacoby Myers? And I like I'm saying I'm re- you know let me reiterate this I am only hypothetically talking I'm just using Jacoby Myers as like you know because he's that an average receiver but Kamara's already like and you can see the trajectory for Kamara isn't going well so like you know what I'm saying
1: those are the type of players those Kamara those top first because Clyde Edwards Hilaire is not in the same in the same tier as Kamara so when you're talking about those top tier players. Kamara would never get traded for Jacoby Myers, no matter how good Jacoby Myers is doing and no matter how good Alvin Kamara is, strictly off of the
0: name. How bad it'll, he is. Yeah, it'll,
1: it'll, never, it'll, it'll just never happen because the Kamara owner would never do that. They'd rather wait it out in hopes that he turns it around rather than cut bait for a player like that.
0: So then that puts that owner at possibly like owing something Yeah, with Kamara. Let's but you, say at week six you're still Owen or one in six or one in five whatever week six yeah one in five let's say your record's one in five. Week well, if six, you're waiting that long to make a and deal, you're holding on to <laughs> Kamara and Kamara's still a sinking ship, obviously like you see, and you're like, no, he's going to turn it around, and you want to keep waiting two more weeks to turn it around. Your fantasy season's already over, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, is it worth trading Kamara for what you can get at the moment? Where you could get at least some kind of points where you're not getting with Kamara. Maybe I'm stubborn. You're just just gonna hold on to the guy until I'm going
1: down with the ship. Like I'm not trading Kamara for for a player like that. Now, if it was a player like, okay, let's a couple of receivers that come to mind that have just been absolutely exploding to start the year, Tyler Lockett, Cooper Cup, those type of players. There are some managers where if Kamara has another bust game. And somebody floats that Tyler Lockett or that Cooper Cup offer over, they might consider it.
0: But see, that's and what think saying. about like, that
1: trade preseason just three weeks ago. It would be absolutely insane to do. I that.
0: I know we're only in week two, but I like to shake. I like to shake it up quite or, early because then, like, in who's, who's right mind are you? Like, I wouldn't trade anybody for anyone later on. Like, it just doesn't make any sense, if, especially if that player hasn't produced. Period. Why would, if, if they're a top, like at what point do you no, say, you, at what point do you say, Hey, you know that, that number one draft pick I did, he's just, it's just not worth the number one anymore. It's just, it's just, it's reality. He's not a number one pick anymore. Like, it's just like, and that happens lost every year. That happens so every like, year. I can't continue holding him at a number one all season to, for, as a, as a trade bait when he's not producing number one stats.
1: But then, there's even no, if he
0: has a name as an Alvin Kamara,
1: right? But if if you have a Kamara, if you trade him for that low, like your example, Jacoby Myers, that doesn't move the needle. Like your well, team doesn't say, get your team might get mildly Myers better.
0: Is the guy getting like he's getting you twenty something points? But he's not. No, I, hypoth- that's what I said. Hypothetically speaking, let's say because I'm trying to use like a, a, an average j- uh, player, and okay. let's say they're having a breakout season. Like you know, you always have those randoms. Okay that just and let's say it's Jacoby Myers this year right okay. who nobody's not on anybody's target. He's just that guy in New England. That's why I'm using him. interestingly enough. Eduardo traded for Jacoby yeah. Myers this I past week. But Man
2: crush I mean, I mean, Monday. Be, no, he's hey, trying to talk him up on the pod in order to falsely build well, his well, trade value. Well, uh, let's I think well, we should talk well,
1: about a receiver that's actually doing well. well hold on. <laughs> How about a Debo
2: Samuel? You <laughs> well, the one I'm saying? Like, let's, I think let's Debo take Debo Samuel as a better example. Right. Okay. In terms so of like, okay, so let's season.
0: say Debo Samuel has a breakout season. Wasn't a top pick. He is having a breakout season. I know. I know. He's having a breakout season. He wasn't a top pick, but he's gonna end the season like and and he's he's. Right now, outperforming like number one receivers. Let's say that, right? Yeah. And and he continues that track, uh, our, and then that 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 owner that has Debo Samuel is like, man, I picked him up late. You know, I really don't need him, but I need. You know, I'm I'm willing to take a flyer. On an Alvin Kamara. Is that owner going to look at Alvin Kamara and still hold Alvin Kamara's name and rank of where he drafted him and be like, nah, I can't trade him for Debo Samuel? And like, you got to be an idiot because Debo Samuel's putting up 20, 25 points every week, whereas Kamara's only giving you nine every week and possibly nothing. So are, are you really going to pass that up with your season like slipping? Are you guys. I think it's. Yeah, it's a little. Sorry, go ahead, Tony.
2: I was going to say, are you guys familiar with sunk cost theory and economics?
0: Yes. No, you I, explained I never, that to me like last I, year. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, you know, for the listeners that don't, okay. and I mean, you could educate us for a second here. Essentially, it's saying best, make
2: the best decision off of the current circumstances, regardless of what you've spent or invested right. prior to today. Right. So I'm in three of my leagues. I have Saquon Barkley. It is v- sunk cost theory would say, hey, throw out the fact that he was a first round pick for me. Throw out the uh, fact that I traded one of my best players in one league for him, Tyree Kill. Eesh. Throw out the fact that I spent $55 on him in auction. What is the best decision to make today? Now, personally, I'm not strong enough <laughs> to throw out all that previous information or that previous, uh, basically, investment and just get rid of him at this point. But but Sunk Cost Theory would say the best move is if to, there is a worthy offer... To move off of him. Right. To move off of him. It, um. But then you also have to predict just because he's performed poorly in the first two games doesn't mean he's going to perform poorly in the future. So how long do you wait before you start panicking? And, then, and then is it too late? Once you waited that long to make that, so I think record matters a lot. Right now, I'm one and one in all three of my leagues, so I have the ability to be patient. Right, if I was zero and two, staring zero and three in the face, suddenly you're zero and four, you got to do something, And and possibly by that time it could be a little too late to to get a maximum. Value correct. Out of it. Well, that maximum value you extract will change every single week based off his performance. Mm-hmm. So, you have so to keep in performs, mind that every
0: week that he doesn't perform well, you're losing value on that correct. But, but, but then there's people in these leagues, and there's some in our league that continue holding that value high even at that point. But that's their
2: prerogative. So, these, these players have values that are our determination. Right, So we always joke about it But you determined last year That Jamison Crowder Held a value that right. nobody else Thought he held Correct. But you had that in your mind And also that Nick Chubb had less value Than what everybody else determined So there's no Assigned value that all 12, 14 managers in a league Will agree upon It's all the determination So you have to The best way to win a trade is to find somebody, another manager in your league, whose values that they assign to players you like or uh, dislike are off in your advantage.
1: So this week, Saquon plays the Falcons. The reports are saying that he's going to get his usual workload because they've been working him in the first two weeks. If he doesn't perform this week at home against the Falcons...
2: The alarms are going Is it panic mode or is it like... It depends on whether or not how the rest of the team performs.
1: Okay, because so earlier in the week, I offered Tony Aaron Jones for Saquon and DJ Moore. Now, if Tony believes Saquon is going to pick it up and become that RB1, it's a terrible trade. But at Saquon's current position right now, if he's doing... Like, let's say he's 0-2 or he goes 0-3. Is this a hypothetical story? No, this is a real story. I offered this. This is a real story. He declined. I don't know if he thought about it or not, but I would assume that he's viewing Saquon how I'm viewing Saquon, thinking that he will eventually regain that status. But this week is 100% going to tell us a lot because the matchup is there and the workload is going to be there. If he doesn't get at least 13 half PPR points like if he doesn't get into the end zone or he doesn't get no, I need him with 15 or more. Okay, 15 or more. Then if it's That's what I need from that position. Right. Then he, then he might consider that getting that that stud Aaron Jones Well, if Aaron he's Jones. a
2: single digit back, that's a replace you can replace him with anybody on the waiver wire and get more points than a single digit running back.
0: How right. many rushing yards did Aaron Jones have this week? I don't he, know, buddy. He, he he had, had 4, four he had 4 receiving Wait, touchdowns. On. Here here that that's what I'm saying. Like Aaron Jones to me he had no rushing yards. So like what happens when they don't have the ball on the 10? Okay, but they and have one of the, the best offenses in football. We thought Look, we still don't know. I mean, they were playing the lines and, and almost they're going to get to play him again. And they almost lost. It doesn't matter if they I, win or I, lose. It I matters believe, if they put up fantasy games. At this moment, I believe Saquon Barkley is a better running back than Aaron Jones, in my personal opinion.
2: Talent wise, 100%. Uh, no, but uh,
0: just uh, anything. But do we know that? Wise? I don't know. The eye test. Because if you're Saquon telling me.
2: Saquon hasn't done anything as a pro.
1: He had a great rookie year.
2: Okay. Well, how long are we going to live off of that?
1: One more week. One more.
0: <laughs> no, see, this is the week. It's just so, a, to me, like Aaron Jones, if, if, you're just, he had 60, if you're just. He had 67 rushing yards. Yeah, but if you're if you're just banking on him getting touchdowns. Six like this, receptions. When's the next time he's going to have touchdowns like that again? Okay, like, no, of no, course. Not. He's not going to get four, but, but he'll get two. Yeah, but, yeah, it, but if, if it, he performs back, half as well. To run and, and score touchdowns, you want the rushing yards well, and the I touchdowns. I want him to touch the ball, whether right. he's catching it or if he's.
2: Rushing it, dude. He had six receptions and having and a seventeen yeah, rushes. But those
0: receptions were at the one
2: yard line. line. Okay, well, having a quarterback who's willing to throw to that running back, and he is clearly the goal line back. That like that's infinitely invaluable. I, I, I
0: just I would I would see uh, I would like Barkley more, than dude. The
1: reception value is huge in fantasy for a running. Until they back play to, a real defense.
0: That's a no, the
2: real question okay. would have been: It was a very Aaron Jones for Saquon straight up.
1: If you, at the current state, I would not do that.
0: Did he offered of you course. Aaron Jones and... No, Aaron no. Jones. You wanted Aaron I wanted Jones for Saquon,
1: I wanted Saquon and DJ Moore and for just, Aaron Jones. And the Jones.
0: DJ Moore is because the safety net, just in case Barkley pans out or, or doesn't end up being what you're hoping for, you got right. a... a a something in return at least of some kind of value that at least can get you something. Right.
1: Like so, if, if if you don't believe in Saquon and if he doesn't, if you're like, ah, I'm just done with this guy, then like Aaron Jones is the type of player that you could be like, okay, like I'll just take the superstar running back.
0: You got the secure In that trade, you're looking for the security just in case the ba- yeah, the on my thing end, I'm like, up.
1: yeah, if
2: Saquon busts,
1: whatever. At least I
0: get DJ Moore. <laughs> so, I just Gianni never mentioned Jones, something
2: earlier regarding tiers of players. Right. Okay? And it's more so tiers of, like, their name value. Saquon could go out and have another bad game, and I would still be able to trade him for something, and something fairly reasonable, because I'm going to be able to find one person who talks themselves into... It's still early in the season. This is still Saquon Barkley. He was still a number two uh, pick in the NFL draft. Now, different tiers of players. They have a, a third consecutive bad game. It's a little bit harder. Let's say Ceh. He kind of disappointed last year versus where he was drafted at. He was drafted in the first round. Correct, and he disappointed versus that. Yeah, he wasn't terrible. He just he didn't yeah. score as many touchdowns as we would have hoped. And say he comes out with a third consecutive bad game. I think the the value you're getting now versus the third game is drastically different between those two. Exactly. And then I'll give one last example. Uh Brandon Ayuk, who you know well. I, I puke.
0: Right and oh and it's, G- but you're basing that with C E H as in like you know he didn't do well last season so there's nothing there to back his game up so far. Well, there's
2: more it, the name value that everybody goes in and what they think somebody is going to do at the beginning of the season. He's a running back the on higher the higher you start off. Yeah, the more value you have. But so I'm, saying I'm like, giving you so this is the tiers of players right that Gianni is mentioning right. Right now, you could probably trade Ayuk for something. Next week, if he has another, you know, one catch, one target performance, you could probably trade him from Braxton Berrios. No, you would get nothing for him.
1: <laughs> right, you would. He would just have to rot on your bench, or you'd, or ha- you'd just drop it's or you just Welcome him. to dumpster. Yeah, that's it. As they say, there's on no sense
0: on football. in week four to continue carrying a guy that has same thing with um, Marquez
2: Callaway. Marquez Callaway uh the right? yes.
0: New Orleans Saints receiver yes. so if he
2: has a third based off of where his name started with some juice after that preseason game right but every week that there's a zero performance the the value drops so w- at what point I think you you have to realize where these guys started at preseason? Because you have to judge it in the eyes of what everybody else sees their value as. And that determines when you should pull the trigger yep. on making a trade. So, like, say, Quan, I still believe even if he had one or two bad games, I could still get something for him. But see, if I was a Callaway owner, I would, if I could get
0: even Jacoby Myers, moderate value for him
2: right now, a playable piece,
0: I would move him. Um, so CEH didn't come in for example let's use him let's continue using him cuz that's a good example to use. He was a bottom tier running back in the draft anyways. Like he wasn't high up there. He was in, probably in the fantasy draft. Yeah, he was no, he was a third round pick. Okay, so, but 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 he comes in this year with with high hopes right. but he had nothing from the year prior to really go on that. No. You know what I'm saying? Like you're drafting Derrick Henry because Derrick Henry has a resume you know what i'm saying like ceh doesn't have really a resume yet C-E-H C-E-H because yesterday uh, last year he was right. he so was his that rookie means year. His value and you're like well he showed lower. something so then you know he comes in low and and to say that you want to trade ceh now for like an Aaron dj jones Moore. You're not going to get. Aaron You're not going to get an Aaron Jones. But you would you and be then, able and to get, get if one? He, if anyway. he, if he, would you
2: get DJ Moore? He if he
0: posts another dud. If I was the Ceh owner right now,
1: I would take. I, I, would, I take would take DJ, D.J. Moore straight I, up right in now. our league at I would this take, moment because we don't have to start two running backs and the and the position is um, less valuable as a running back. D- depending on the league, would you take a Tyson Williams? Same position? No, no, no. no. because I think long term. Um, Latavius and Tyson and Lamar Jackson, there's just going to be so many... It's just going to be such a committee. And let me be the first to say, Tyson, as a player, talent-wise, has impressed me a lot. He actually looks good out there. But I'm not convinced that John Harborough is going to give him the keys to the offense. But he's basically L-
2: getting all the carries like until the goal line.
1: Uh, but the goal line carries are the most important carries. And, you know, and Latavius I know, is coming in there. I know, but
2: if he's... Uh, yes, it, it stops Tyson's value from being a top ten back. But if he's getting the twenty to twenty work and he's getting a couple of receptions every game, I was a double digit fantasy the player problem right is, there. Is regardless he, if he scores a touchdown, the
0: problem not. with him is that he plays with a mobile quarterback. The reason why he, he Hardball can take the chance with using Tyson is that if Tyson coaches love a running back that can block the blitz, right? Not Rojo. Not Rojo. And Uncle Lenny. If, if Tyson it doesn't know how to block the... I'm assuming that's why sometimes I don't use him very often because he's, he's young. you know, and, No, he's and, been in and passing down. No, downs. I know, but the problem is, is that you're willing to take that risk because your quarterback can get out of it. If you have a Brady back there with Tyson Williams, I don't think that they're going to take the chance on a passing down to put him back there to protect the quarterback. Okay, well, I haven't studied his game enough to
2: know whether or not he is actually a good... Pass, pass blocker. blocker. I just know that from twenty to twenty, he is getting no. That's fine. He looks good. I, the I'll, work. Well, I'll yeah. tell yeah. you, he looks as a good, pass blocker, so
0: he's, he's he's well. He's that's getting, why they stick Latavius in there. Well, they give Latavius
2: the goal line work. So even though
1: I, I would just probably still rather see, have right CE now, I H, would
2: trade for Tyson Williams if I had Ceh. Just
1: really straight up one for
2: one. Ch, Be, yes. how many targets does he have this year? He has, like, none. No. It's so weird because he
0: plays on a team where they throw the ball.
2: Okay, but you would still expect some, like, either design plays or even just dump-offs when there's pressure.
0: Yeah, you just remember know. Jamal Charles.
2: Yeah.
1: Man. We, and we remember Kareem Hunt.
2: Kareem Hunt.
0: Why don't they use him? Jamal, or Ceh? So like that? I think that's why. It's the same coaching Everybody, staff, right? everybody that loves. C- it's the same coaching yeah. staff. Everybody yeah, that they, loves.
2: Okay, but Kareem Hunt, he did all his work with Alex Smith, not ah. Patrick Mahomes.
1: Dude, Mahomes doesn't need to run the ball. Mahomes will just throw and throw and throw, and he doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Like, but he
2: doesn't need Ceh. So Ceh has three targets over two games. That's ridiculous Yeak. because he's a pass
1: catching running. So doctor. as that's the owner why of they
0: Ceh, draft. are you? Like for I'm me, panicking. I would be panicking, a hundred percent. Especially panicking. from, uh, and I'm not not going by stats. Now that you pulled up the stats, that makes me panic. But the fact that from the eyeball test, watching the last two or the first two games of the season, they don't use him. Like that is a passing attack offense. Well, they do use him. He's gotten plenty of carries
2: um, over the first two games. He has 27 rushes. So it's not yeah, any, how many significant yards? Much? And he no. fumbled but the he game hasn't away. Produced. What's yeah. the total yardage? I, uh, over of, the, first the, the first games, two games, he has less than ninety yards. The he's... thing, the
1: thing that was valuable or what should have been valuable about Ch is if those games where he doesn't get a touchdown, he still has a solid floor because of his receiving work and that receiving. So Tyson. Work, yes, and that receiving work <laughs> is just not there. How many receptions? Well, and, and on top I'm of sure that, and I'm sure he's had more than Ch, but let's not. And on top of that, if you're a Crown if, him the new Naheem Hines out here.
0: CEH also is like, you know, that's a, a running back where I, I was thinking about drafting him this year. Because he had no one to worry about behind him. I, I it's lo- not like he's sharing, you know what I'm saying? Like he's not sharing carries like Chubb with Kareem Hunt and like a lot of these other, um, you know, le- you know uh, running backs. Right. He doesn't have anybody. And that, that's a good thing to have is like, hey, you know that he's going to be the number one all the time yeah. majority. And you still can't produce. I would. I would be panicking. And right it's now. it's it's getting to that point where it's like you got to start making the decisions. You can't just be like, eh, you
1: know this. So and that. like,
0: let's say he puts an up another dud week three, right? Another subpar or even below average game. You'd what, be what begging a, what, to
2: get Tyson at that point if he if CEA You'd plays be begging poorly. for
1: Eli Mitchell. What's his name? Eli, Eli- Mitchell. Yeah, Eli- Elijah. Eli- Elijah
2: Mitchell on San Fran. Yes. Yeah, you'd be begging for him. Tyson right? has six targets over two games, just to answer your question. Okay, so that's not, not,
0: as, not too much. Three more than what CEH has, then. So twice as many. Three targets a game?
2: And 22 rushes. Okay. He also has one touchdown, and he no, fumbled
0: what's on like the percentage? The Do they have the percentage? No, he's played
1: two games in a quarter.
0: Are you able to bring up the percentage game. of. Um, <laughs> Like how often he's on on the field with the plate? Like how often he's on the field? Because uh, percentage. This of snaps. would have
2: required a little bit of prep work on what topics we were going to discuss. Well, we didn't you know we were going to get we were going to talk
0: Ceh man, but I'm sure you could bring it up because like right now I have um, on my roster Najee Najee Harris, which I believe in a hundred percent and love Najee. I know, Najee, Najee, but Najee. hasn't
2: he only? had that one receiving touchdown. He's had one bad game and one, one good game. One
0: bad game, one good game just like Derrick Henry. Okay. And just what like like was your else? quote, Gianni, when he,
2: he caught and red zone showed that touchdown this past week. Do you he, remember? he pulled a Derrick Henry.
0: Oh, a stiff I was arm.
1: like I was like, damn it, I wanted to trade for him and now he got the touchdown. Ed's
0: gonna love him. No, and, <laughs> and here's the thing is that Najee the reason why I say how how often is a CEH on the field is is because I know with Najee, he's hundred percent on every play. Like he has been in every play on You're, passing and rushing. Like same, with Darryl, same with Daryl. Same
1: with Daryl Henderson. Ninety-five percent of the snaps. So like, but the difference is the Rams' offense moves the ball down the right. field, and, and Big Ben's got Big Ben's, a noodle oh arm and can't
0: God. move. That offense is looking terrible right now. <laughs> and like, and it, there's a, that's the a thing. Do you guys think he's going to play this week? Because obviously we found out it's one of the injuries this week is he has a uh, some kind of a tear. Oh, God. In his, with his... Uh, pectoral. In his
2: pectoral. I don't... I... Who is the backup in Pittsburgh now?
1: Who knows? Probably Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. No. No. <laughs> oh, uh,
0: mean, it's, uh, it's Dwayne Haskins. H- Haskins. It is. <laughs> and Dobbs. And Josh Dobbs Dog. is behind him, I think. Something like
1: that. Dog, Najee's got all the talent. He's got yeah. I mean, but did you see snaps, that? I mean, with but just that if pass, the offense is not, wor- yeah, like he looked good. Like, okay, you know? so
0: but he looked like a mini te- uh, uh, Derrick Henry, but like the offensive line is not like
1: right. The offensive line is terrible. The quarterback yeah. is terrible. I streamed Big Ben well, as a quarterback. I feel this like year, Big this, Ben this is week. just
0: like forcing the throws. Like a lot of those throws, he's just like chucking it there. I'm like, bro, what are you
1: doing, bro? He looks like what Eli Manning looked like. In his last year, he looked like what Philip Rivers looked. It's it's Big Ben's time. Okay, it's kind of sad because that era of quarterbacks, you know, that we kind of grew up on, like watching. And Tom Brady
2: looks like he's getting younger. Oh god, Tom (laughs) is just unbelievable. So, going back to the values, right? Right. What's the difference between Najee and C E H? Just one game. Exactly, but you could not get Harris for. Or, excuse, yeah. If you were a CEH owner, the Harris owner would not make that deal.
0: Oh, no, no. Even no. though
2: at the oh, beginning, God, no. more talented. Oh, I know. Preseason, they were in the same grouping uh, mm-hmm. of running backs being taken. Right. So I present to you on the opposite end of a discussion a Damian Harris. Love him. From New England. Preseason, no hype. At all, they purposely didn't rush him in the preseason to kind of like protect him, hide his value almost. He's put up two games of double digit points. I can't get anything for him at any of my leagues. He is he has zero value in the eyes of the other owners.
1: He would have more value in a league where you need to start a running back 100%. In a, <laughs> in, a in a league where you could make up that 12 points, 11 points with a receiver. He has a lot less value, and on top of that, doesn't catch passes.
0: I um, but he yeah. gets all the James volume. James White still getting that volume. James though. White is putting up Good as God. many points as. So
2: I would not trade for Ceh right now for Damien straight up. Really, I would not.
1: I might take that risk knowing that I. I, I might take that risk knowing that because of James White. No, not even because of James White. Like. Respect to Harris, he's been playing well so far. But I would take that risk on Ceh becoming what he's supposed to be. And worst case scenario, I
0: lose but a Harris. What is he supposed me, to be? What scares me with Harris? He's supposed to be a uh, based off of
2: what? The uh, fact that he was a first round pick from LSU. Yeah, what, and what, he's but on he the nev- he's City never. Chiefs. I know, but that's just so. But he's never shown it. You know what? Scares, Eighty yards rushing. On sixty yeah, yards
1: receiving. That's what we want. We want eighty yards okay, rushing. I know, but yards, that, but he's never shown
2: that. No, you basically want him to be Christian McCaffrey because he's a first round pick, small guy, LSU. But he's never actually shown that on Sundays. But and the whole point of the conversation is that people's value of him is way higher based off of things that name haven't actually happened name. On
0: the field. Name. Would you trade Braxton Berrios for Clint <laughs> <laughs> like, Edwards? Like, no, seriously? Like, Look. if I was the CEH owner, I would offer him for, like, I would want Harris. I actually think that Harris is better running back than than Barkley right okay, now. Okay, so. but, so but so Rance, Rance has, thing, Should we get Rance on
1: that, the line the
0: CEH owner? The only thing that worries me about Harris is that his coach is Bill Belichick. And I hate Bill Belichick because he's kind of like Bruce Arians. He's like, you fuck up, like. He's quick to move on to the next. But
2: guy. Harris fumbled at the end of the Dolphins game, basically cost them a chance to win. He still got carried. I know, but that worried a lot of people.
0: The next week, they but were like, so y- "Is he going to continue using?" I him?
2: offered Ayuk for Harris. You mentioned Braxton Barrios, <laughs> right? And you joked around. If he wasn't, he pulled up Braxton, Barrios, Braxton stats. Barrios. He
0: pulled up Braxton Barrios. Okay. stats. Bro.
2: he's the fifth option on the team, bro. I never got a Braxton Barrios trade. In our league, half-point PPR. Okay? Over two games, 23 points, 18 targets.
0: No Crowder. When Crowder comes back, Barrios will disappear quick. We We joke
2: around. We always joke around about Kirk Cousins being racist and only throwing the (laughs) Thielen.
0: He does only throw the Thielen.
2: Zach Wilson, BYU, Utah. We don't know which way he's leaning on the old. Maybe he loves himself a little. Braxton Berrios. Matthew Stafford's also racist. Is Braxton he only Barry- the Cup. Yeah, that's one like, of. So is Braxton Berrios Hispanic? Yeah, is that know, like Batios? I think. Or he's something? A, I think he's Italian. Yeah. Maybe. Well, maybe Zach Wilson doesn't know he's Hispanic. Speaking of Italian. Kirk Cousins, uh, he's my starting quarterback. No, because he times uh, are tough.
0: Because Zach Wilson's favorite target all throughout uh, preseason was Corey Davis, and the first game showed that as well. But obviously defenses learn quickly, and when they know that he only favors this one guy, why is, you know? It's like, hey, double up the guy. What is he gonna do after that? You know, obviously he played the second week. They they played the the Patriots, and Belichick's gonna do that. He's like he likes this target. They and what does Belichick always do when they play a team? They always take away your favorite target.
2: Look, oh yes, and that's why Belichick is the best. Just to. Continue on with your point.
0: But just a, a blind,
2: if you did not know the name, and I told you, hey, there's a receiver who's performed well in two games. He got 15 points and nine points in the other, and he has 18 total targets. You'd be like, that's a flex-worthy player. But because his name is Braxton Berrios, everybody like he's laughs hun- and poop. He's Hunter Renfro. It. He is. <laughs> I, yeah. I have a one-point PPR league. I tried to pick up Hunter after the first week.
1: Yeah. So, things are kind of now. I've been I'm fortunate enough to be two and zero, but in our league, we only have four bench spots. Okay, and yeah, yeah. (laughs) and I'm streaming quarterbacks, so I have to have. I usually have two quarterbacks on my roster at all times. So one bench spot is is a quarterback. Okay, I picked up Justin Fields this week. Justin, don't
2: call me Landry Fields. Which
0: he was on my roster, and then I kind of realized why the hell. This is the first season that I've carried a a quarterback on my bench, which I normally don't do, just because I just stream, usually stream unless I have a a stud uh, quarterback, but I normally stream quarterbacks. And I didn't like what I saw when he was in, and I don't think he's ready personally, so I dropped Who is your starter? Uh, Tannehill. Okay. Another slow start, but slow start. Anyways, rough. so slow start.
2: so it's tough for me because I've got two Herbert's quarterbacks kind of like in the same ship. <laughs> Herbert has actually looked phenomenal. He just hasn't thrown right many touchdown passes. He's right. had a couple called back, but if penalties. you look at if you look
0: at the stat, like him and him and Tenhill are in the same. No, point, I know, like, but
2: like I mean. actual, obviously when. It's your fantasy quarterback. You tend to pay attention more when they pop up on red zone. Plus, the Chargers had a huge kind of showcase game against the Cowboys. The reason why I know
0: is because I have Mike Williams.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. so (laughs) Herbert, (inaudible) in some of the throws he's making, he's actually looked like fantastic, even though the points
0: aren't there just yet. So I'm definitely not panicking on him. Here's the thing with Tannehill. It was a little rough because last week he had the touchdown taken away from him with Julio Jones which would have been awesome there was a couple passes that the, the receivers just like AJ Brown has just dropped like four beautiful passes that were right in his hands mm-hmm. and it's like well that doesn't help his you know and then, and then you're the league manager and you've made little adjustments here so when there's incompletions that ducks from the quarterback so that hurts you know what I'm saying so like in a, in a standard league Tannehill probably would have had more points than what I would have had you know what we have or what I have with him this week, because I don't get deducted for certain things. In our league, we get deducted for certain things, and we added that to just make it a little bit more spicy. Yeah, it gives Which the chuck like, down, check down right. Charlie
2: quarterbacks a little
1: bit more value. <laughs> like Teddy Two Gloves, you
0: know what I'm like saying? Like, I was looking
1: at Kirk Cousins on the wire, and I'm like, he has like 32 points in both weeks. Okay, but like, he's
2: actually played well in the first two games. Right, and he has like really good weapons. What about Sam so, Darnold? Who's Dalvin sitting in? Yeah, but of the so backfield. Osborne or whatever, his third wide receiver, yeah, on a good offense, has put up double digits in two games. No love. Nobody wants to trade for him.
1: You know that player, <laughs> bro. People are not going to trade for those types of players, man. Those are
0: the type of players you pick up for yourself, and you get the value oh, yourself. They're yeah, not... and, and nobody's trading. Well, because for Tony them. is like trying to be like that adult. You know, coming up to the little kid and saying, hey, little kid, you have a dollar? I got two quarters, two coins versus one thing. So you'll have two things instead of just one. And the kid's like, you're right. I have, I'll i have two quarters instead of just one dollar, And but he doesn't see the value. So it's like, I'll take the two quarters so he can get a dollar. Yeah, because,
2: there are, because you have to start how many positions in our league? Six. I don't know. Maybe Six? Right, five flex and one running back. Okay, you have to fill out a whole team. And some of these guys are, are starting people projected to get like seven and eight points. Okay, so you're targeting those teams. That's not my team. Correct. I don't know I'm why not, he's targeting I'm, my team. i be targeting team. somebody. I don't got no eight-point guys on my uh, roster right now. You're starting Jacoby Myers. Be easy there. Okay, well, d- look talker. at what is, what, is
0: he, what, is he, what is he? He's Go projected ahead. to get 11. Okay, so is he an eight-point guy or an 11-point guy? I thought you were benching him. No, I like Jacoby Myers. He's trying to get Alvin Kamara for him. What no, I don't want Al Kamara. I already told you that when we before we even did our draft. Dude, I've
1: been on a I've been a ghost on the waiver wire this year. Because my team is so structured because I've got Iuke. In, You've been a
2: ghost. That, you just swapped out all your quarterbacks this that's past a, week. But no, okay, sorry. Same here. I've been a ghost.
1: You on, haven't been on, on running backs or or, or or wide receivers. I'm swapping out quarterbacks, and that's all I could do okay. because one of my bench spots is Iuke, and I just have to keep him there. Another bench spot <laughs> okay. is AJ Dillon, who's a prime hand. There were to some Aaron people Jones. before the first game that had made like six so, waiver moves before the yeah, first game. Yeah, dude, we I played. have like I have like one spot that I could kind of. And then I'm streaming quarterback, so I want to have two. I got Fields for you know later in the season upside, and I got Kirk Cousins for this week, and then I got Fournette on the bench to just sunk, if I need a starter. So going back to sunk
2: cost theory, I haven't had to IU, dive in the waivers. It would tell you that you should move them right now, regardless of the fact that you invested twenty five dollars. But but what can I drop him for? There's How many nobody... targets does he have over two games? Two. <laughs> He's got
1: the same amount of targets that are in Legnona. Nona.
0: Can we go back to he's offering these guys for the eight-point guys, and I have no eight-point guys in my roster? What's an eight-point guy? The average. Never seen point, one. The average eight-point. I've never on seen one on my squad. i never seen one either. If, they're, if I've seen one, they're on my bench. They're not on my starting rotation.
1: I know Tom's got a couple eight-point guys. Oh, yeah, he got a lot of eight-point guys. We faced each other last week with some eight-point guys. <laughs> Aaron, See, yeah, jo- like, Aaron Jones Tom put that. Tom is
2: starting Sammy Watkins. Yeah, the second receiver on a rushing team, okay. on a rush first team.
1: I'll take Osborne if you promise me he keeps it up, and if he doesn't, you have to take him back. <laughs> that's that's what I would do. Sign all,
2: the every trade that Tony
1: Sign makes the with Barrios and Osborne, as long as they keep up what they've been doing, I will do the trade. But if they don't, then you have to take them back. Look, and, and what if, do you? If what do he, he
0: really believes in the players? Then he would be like, all right, can I that's name? Cool. Can I name? Uh, can we go to? Uh, I'm gonna change. I'm changing courses real quick here. Um. There's two uh wide receivers that I kind of um have uh focused on because what do you do at this point week two? A lot of people invested in high on, on uh AJ Brown and DK Metcalf. And have we realized Julio Jones seems to be doing better in that offense than than AJ and Lockett has seemed to be doing better.
2: It's so, still like, a very no. small sample size and those guys age, age, versus where you those are guys who had value. Right. Pre-draft. They have a resume. They have Correct. a resume. So even if they were to have a bad third game, you would still get almost their full value in a trade. They are not Ayuk, CEH, Callaway. Any name another guy who Dude, nobody Sammy nobody
1: Walken. is in the category of Ayuk right now.
2: Like, at least CH is out there
1: playing. Like, Ayuk is literally not playing. Like, we drafted him thinking, like. Is that the guy holding the clipboard? Like, yeah. We drafted, <laughs> like, yo, Ayuk's going to break out. He's going to be this top receiver. Uh, Trey Lance is going to come in. Like, the everybody's on board with the breakout for Ayuk. He looked good last year. So I um, think the fear is. And now he's just not playing, which is. Uh, when has listen, we ever seen him? So
0: listen, if you were. Like uh, I don't know. Hey, listen. Morning. Morning. You know what I'm saying? It's welcome to Dumpsville, bro. bro. If you were to cut him right
2: now, is that a losing play or a winning play?
0: Who am I going to pick up? I think it's a losing Jerry play because Cook? he spent he spent quite a bit of money. It wasn't like he got the guy for eight okay. bucks in the draft. But sunk cost theory says that you should not look Listen, at how much. No, I know, but I'm That's what I'm saying. It's a loss because I'm in spent, the sunken place. with my cost. He spent right now. twenty something dollars on him. And I know that's a loss. That Let sucks. me ask you this: It if, is, but some,
2: but that's been so like taking it to real life sports. Tony, that's what they've always point, talked about with Jason Light, is that he's not afraid to cut ties right. when he realizes he's made a bad decision. So Ed, that's what I'm saying. At so, some
0: point, you gotta look. That's what I was saying earlier. At some point, you gotta be, you gotta throw away the fact that I, I spent the first round draft pick on this guy. He was supposed to be a first round pick, but by week four. Five, he's still dudding. Like, you've got to realize, like, hey, Yeah, but
2: a first round pick would still have value in week four or five.
1: Keep that same energy if Najee busts two weeks in a row. Keep that same
2: energy Listen, when I, I come I, calling.
0: I, no,
2: man. <laughs> Braxton Berrios for Najee in two weeks? <laughs>
0: Hell no, man. Okay, Ed, hold on. <laughs> Hell Ed, see, no, no, what no, if no, Braxton no, Berrios no. had 40
2: targets over four games? Would Ed. you still not trade for? Him? Okay, I'm
0: sorry.
1: Ed, Tony, I got a question for you guys. Okay. How many people are in our league? 16? 14. 14. 13 minus me. I dropped. You're good a, at math. Yeah, I had to like <laughs> figure that one out. <laughs> yes. But no, this Kids is why we ended up for. Canadian there, education. Hold on, hold on. There, there is
0: like minus at least one. like a minute of, of of like dead air there. You yeah, <laughs> yeah, can yeah. see it right here on the thing. Like, <laughs> Hopefully someone's
2: listening on 1.2 <laughs> speed yeah, so it so doesn't. Did it
0: didn't realize it was- <laughs> yeah. So it
2: doesn't seem so awkward. Okay,
1: so there's 13... I drop Iyuk to waivers. Yes. There's 13 managers left. Yes. How many managers are putting in a claim?
2: Less than half. Less than half are Less putting in half. a claim for Depending Iyuk. Depending on how he plays week three. So if I was you... I'm thinking
1: it's 13 out of 13.
2: Absolutely not. If he plays poorly Minus Joseph. <laughs> Shots fired. Love, Joe. Week three... If he plays poorly, absolutely less than. I don't think I would. After not a, even for Braxton, <laughs> Braxton has twenty plus targets in two games.
1: I might have to trade Ayuk for Braxton. Ayuk has
2: ten percent of the targets that like. Look, obviously Braxton Berrios is Braxton Berrios for a reason. No disrespect, but just like. Eliminate the faces, eliminate the names. Clearly, one is outperforming the other.
0: I'm I'm willing to trade Najee Harris, but the deal has to be right. The move for IU, like, I'm not gonna trade Najee for like Najee. What is he? <laughs> 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 Najee, A la oui oui. He changed his name from hey. two seconds. Listen, because it's a- like, you know, Louis Vuitton. Le, Louis. Yeah. Louis. Oh, you fancy. Louis but Vuitton.
1: But you need to get a running back back because you don't have any other I, ones. um, uh, as, you know, as you guys know, as you guys know, I'm not a big running back. He, <laughs>
0: he's literally your only running
1: back, so you can't trade Correct. him without getting a running back. David
0: Harris? I want to trade him for a number one receiver. I got three of them. I know that. Who are you going to give up? Take your pick. Live <laughs> negotiations. On, <laughs> live <laughs> negotiations. We're going to have to continue this off the podcast. Everyone's going to be like, what the fuck did they just do? No, I'm willing to trade Najee Harris. Like, I I, I, I um, I made an offer to somebody this week for uh, for Najee, but they decided that they didn't want really it. And what want. was the offer? They declined it? It was, it? Just, it was just Najee for their number one receiver. Okay,
2: and who was it?
0: I can't tell this
2: you. This is the podcast family. Come
0: on. No, because then the people want to know Gianni if, and I openly hurts, discussed our trade his, negotiation. His All I'm going to say is he didn't want to do it because he he says it's too early.
2: And name two or three different receivers and have one of them actually be the guy you
0: offered for. Um. Okay. One of them. Uh, I'll name three receivers. All right. Um. Uh. Ridley. Okay. That's not the one. Ridley. <laughs> Ridley.
1: So, because he wouldn't start with the one, <laughs> so we got Ridley? two to choose from. Uh Ridley,
0: Ridley, <laughs> Ridley, C. D. C D Lamb, C D Lamb. All right, that's Tom. Uh, they're they're friends. DK Metcalf,
1: DK Metcalf. Oh, uh, what
0: else?
2: See, Ozzy was looking for a running back because he just, he had Rojo as his running back. So, I I think it might have been DK.
1: You.
2: Yeah, I'm not gonna confirm. And he wouldn't at. take Harris. I knew. I know he wouldn't take Damian Harris because I offered. <laughs> <laughs> Benachi. Yes. No, he I didn't. Mean, no, he didn't. Would you rather
0: have so Damian yeah, or yes. yes. not? Nice. Okay. So, so yes, it was Ozzy. All right, all right. <laughs> I I offered him oh, the running back, a hundred percent on the on the field running back. For a number one wide receiver, that's about as legit a trade. I think that's as I thought that was fair fair, trade. But he said Travis Scott in his eyes is too early. I respect that. He's also too early. He's
1: also two and zero. He's two and zero. So
0: so he's not worried about running back. Just like I'm not worried about a running back. Who is this starting running back this week? It proves to you that you don't have to have. A, a, <laughs> it proves it trick. proves that you don't have to have a stud running back in order to win in the league. Not in this league. <laughs> and you need to have so one so like, that's it. I I can start fucking Rojo as long as I have like four fucking studs at wide receiver who are gonna carry my team, so I don't give a fuck about
1: Rojo the is unstartable. Let's be clear. <laughs> Rojo is unstartable can we just, in just? Can I
0: rephrase hypothetically speaking here, man? Oh. I'm not being He's the
1: Braxton Barrios of running backs.
2: So let's talk fantasy strategy real bit in regards to IUK. If you saw somebody on the waiver wires, right, a move could be on Saturday to drop them or drop IUK for whoever you saw on the waivers that you wanted. At some
0: point, it's not worth holding him on your bench and keeping it when you could pick up someone that could possibly be something. But if
2: you drop him on Saturday and he performs well on Sunday, you still have the ability to pick him back up before anybody else had a chance. No, because... Yeah, you could put in your auction bid. You can't pick him up on Sunday. No, but
1: isn't it if you drop him, you can't pick him up? You have to wait for the waivers?
2: On a straight waiver claim, I don't believe... You can, but
0: I if not, you, you could drop them on Sunday. Drop them okay. late on but Sunday. But
1: as the waivers are currently sitting right now. I think the waivers is, take too long, personally. Nobody there's, worth there's, it. There's nobody worth it.
0: I was going to make a like, move. Like, I could have picked up Chenault. To be honest I with you, do I it. sent him an offer for Ayuk. But Chenault has been another
2: disappointment as well. He's at already he's gotten dropped.
0: The, at least he's on the goddamn field. <laughs> Listen, I was going to make a, a move for for Ayuk in the, in the hopes of him turning it around. But the fact that I don't need him at the moment. No, you would never start him. Right. So, like, I'm like, yo, it's more of a stash and wait for me. That's exactly what it is for me. I'll give you, like, you know, but the offer that I was going to send you was a Jacoby Myers, who is producing, but not at a high level at the moment, but has that upside. I heard Jacoby Myers doesn't have a touchdown in his career. No, he had a touchdown last year, I think.
2: A passing touchdown, right?
1: No, a receiving. Like he hasn't no, had a re- I think
2: he has a passing
1: touchdown. Yeah, but he doesn't have a receiving touchdown. In, did he in, have
0: one last year with And he's camp? over here
2: trying to trade him for Kamara?
0: No, I did not offer him for Kamara.
2: No, I, never, I know, but that was who you proposed.
0: I was using that as, as a breakout wide receiver. Because you're trying to inflate his value. We see right through you. What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> Guy,
0: you're trying to use Braxton Berrios to <laughs> This guy's trying to inflate Braxton. I t- Ber- t-
2: all the guys- He's got
0: at least 60 passing yards, <laughs> and like, he's. he's If you close your eyes and you don't say his name, it's still shit. <laughs> it's still toilet water. Look, if it's he- still Braxton Berrios.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, turn down your radios because we're getting high with the levels <laughs> this here. This
0: guy's been trying to inflate Braxton Berrios for Absolutely. like 56 Listen, minutes. If now. my
1: Meyer doesn't come with Oscar, I don't want it.
0: <laughs> but, you know, like. What
2: about Urban Meyer? He's even worse. It's a disaster. But then I thought about it and, right it, and I was like, now. "Yeah,
0: I'm not gonna take Ayuk because Ayuk is that bad. Listen, bad. Like, he's not even worth me just getting rid of Jacoby Myers for him.
1: I would take, I would be in a room instead of Jacoby Myers or Urban Myers to be in a room with. I would choose Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, do you have the? By the way, I think I. If think you I were have on cue with I, the, but I got something going on here,
0: man. Shoot, listen, it's a damn ad on the. Let's uh, you you name Urban Meyer. I don't think he's a good NFL quarterback. Never. No, I didn't name I never, him. I never thought he would be a good NFL quarterback, and I feel bad for Trevor Lawrence because he's going to. Urban Meyer
2: is a quarterback.
0: No, a uh, coach. Coach. <laughs> okay, thank you. Now, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I like his first name though. Trevor, Lo- Trevor Lawrence. Pretty cool. I don't. His see wife him. is a COVID truther. Some people were like, "Yeah, uh, Trevor she Lawrence." She got into it yesterday it on earlier?
2: Twitter.
1: What do you mean a COVID truther? Like she really believes in COVID? Like no, it's... like
2: a denier of the seriousness of oh, it. Oh, so she's an anti-vaxxer? No, I'm assuming she's vaccinated because obviously, Urban has to be vaccinated per NFL rules. So it put. His job and status in jeopardy if she wasn't. Oh God! But she is. She became famous yesterday for being a, a COVID truther.
1: I think Sam Darnold's gonna have a good game today.
2: I hope
0: so. Sam Pass Darnold everything has been to pretty DJ surprising uh, to tell you the truth. Oh, Trevor so if Lawrence, we make
1: a trade for DJ Moore, it has to happen within the next fifteen minutes.
2: No, it could happen after. It just wouldn't take effect till week four.
0: <sighs> uh, like Trevor Lawrence, I don't expect him to be uh, serviceable. Yep,
2: he hit the waiver wire this year.
0: I don't see him being served. You'd
2: have thought, based off a of game script, he would have, you know, plenty of opportunity. I, and you know, to, Tua? I, I never
0: And thought. especially in this league where you get
1: minus points for an incompletion. Well, yeah. he leads the goddamn league in incompletion. <laughs> so uh, let's talk welcome about to uh, I want to talk That's about the Tua, Tua. second
2: time you've dropped GD on the pod. You're feeling some type of way. GD, what's that? Goddamn. Goddamn.
1: <laughs> Should I not?
2: I don't
0: know. It's a curse. Uh, he said the F word like 25 times, but it's okay. I didn't say the, the man's name. You, you know what I'm, c- I'm pretty sure for mature audiences only. You know what I'm saying? That's why I put it's only as explicit podcast. Listen, so on the listen radio in
1: a rap song, they wouldn't bleep out
2: that. But what they'd... song famously had it that they didn't bleep out?
0: Got, it, got it. That song.
1: <laughs> Who's that?
2: You
0: know who Leroy Jenkins is?
1: It's Did you sport. guys watch versus? Okay, no, no, let's keep it keep it sports. Anyways,
2: <laughs> um yesterday's hits
0: <laughs> yesterday's <laughs> price
1: is not today's price.
0: The uh Tua never thought he would be a good NFL quarterback. People thought I was crazy and I am proven right to this day because I when he got drafted, I didn't think he was going to be a good and could be serviceable backup, but I never thought he would be a good uh, starting quarterback.
1: You My were dad. on record saying that you liked Herbert more.
0: I did say that. I he wanted, was on record saying that? On record. I wanted wax? On wax. If, if, on the wax. Bucks, if the Bucks didn't get uh, Tom Brady in that draft, I wanted the Bucks to move up to draft Herbert.
1: He came up to me last year. He's like, bro, man, I'm telling you, Tua's not going to be that guy. Oh, I, yeah, I did say that, didn't I? Yeah. I, I've been telling people. I would rather have Herbert. Same with Chubb. I'd rather have Crowder. That's how
0: the sentence <laughs> yep, went. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Robert Woods. The trees. By the way, um, I wanted to talk about Booker McFarland. Some of these but- analysts for the NFL and for college, I hate them. <laughs> like, especially Booker. Hate is a strong word. This guy needs to do his research before he starts opening his mouth and spewing diarrhea out. How mouth. much research did you do for this pod? I don't know, but still. Listen, <laughs> I'm not a professional, and I'm not getting paid big bucks either, though. And Are you getting paid any bucks? No. And then, you know... <laughs> He was talking about FSU and how they need to get Dion Sanders to coach FSU. When Deion Sanders is happy and he's on a mission on doing something with a purpose and where he's coaching. And then, second of all, why would you bring another coach, get rid of a co- the coach now, so then you're going to have multiple coaches you're paying for because they're still paying for their last coach. What was his name, Gus? Uh, no, um, what was their la- FSU's last coach? Oh, man, I can't remember his name, but... He they brought him from Oregon, and Oregon the deal was that they they, they had to pay the the you know the, the the rest of the monies that he was owed, so they're paying double the amount. But there's for not that enough coach, money
2: to pay the players
0: who's not even on the who's not even coaching the team, and they're paying another coach. And then now you want to co- fire that coach to bring in Deion Sanders? You're not gonna pay like dude, like what right mind? Like yeah, it sounds great. Bring Deion Sanders to. But can we give coaches time to work on these teams? Or just in college football, that's not, it doesn't make sense.
2: I know, but FSU views itself as like an elite program. That's fine, but how? how and they're 0 many... 3 and lost to Jacksonville State.
0: Right, but then again, what year is If it you with were 0 3
2: in fantasy football, you'd be making trades.
0: If you're bleeding money, are you willing to make that or suck it up at 0 3? They can go get
2: more money from Burt Reynolds and other famous So who are, you face, who are you
0: facing this week? Uh, fantasy football uh, who are you facing I'm facing Joseph uh, how are you feeling Tony S- uh, I feel good
2: I'm facing Anthony aka LeBron's Wolfpack Ooh. I'm facing the
0: uh, the uh, e, the villain of the league Mike DeMonico. Yes. Ah. Everyone sees him as the villain, and he's already given me the L. He said, I'm sorry, but uh, I'm going to have to give you the L this week. Well, he's 0-2, like, you know, so we we'll so Is he going to put the L and L Podcaster? I don't know. Will he? We'll see. Um, anything else for this week's podcast, fellas? Uh,
2: just want to put it on record right now. I think Xavier is going to win Big Brother this year.
0: Big brother reference on a sports podcast. Big brother. What do you guys think of Jay Cole practicing with the uh, Orlando Magic? Oh, ESPN man. was freaking about, freaking out about that.
1: Cole and Cole. Yeah. Looks good. Look good, right? Yeah. Look pretty wait, good.
2: I think he averaged like three points in the African League, yeah. so I don't think he would quite make the cut. <laughs> no, I don't in the NBA. think he's gonna make. And the he cut.
1: gave up his spot to someone who deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that? some player that needed a shot in the league instead of a celebrity rapper. Oh, okay. So, kudos to him.
0: All right, well, on that note, I guess we're going to close out the... uh, Joey Cole... Podcast.
1: ...performing in Orlando this Saturday. Uh,
0: We're about to watch the uh, Panthers face off against the... um, Texans. Texans.
1: You know, shout out to the Texans. They've been playing well. You know, everybody kind of left them for dead, but they've shown up.
2: They've shown up. Until Tyrod got hurt. Yeah. They actually were giving Cleveland a game this past week. They grew, yep. Tyrod is terrible on, look. Thank on, you guys for road, listening.
0: Uh, Sam Rills, Tony, Ed. It's Casual Kingdom Sports. We're out of here. Peace. Bye.